Welcome to Drinks On Me, I'm Amy and I'm Morgs, the potty where nothing is off the table, so grab yourself a glass guys, sit down and enjoy the app. Welcome back to Drinks On Me everybody, how how are you today? <laughs> Welcome back everyone, how are you Miss Amy? I'm bloody amazing. Oh, that's Fabulous. I've got a whole second season of Bridgerton to watch. So You honestly do. I mean I'm in for a treat. I've heard it's really good already. It is really good. I've pretty much finished it, so I won't be giving you any spoilers. Thank you. I, won't be, I won't be that person. Much appreciated. But it is very good. I'm very excited. Yes. But yeah, no, I've just been too busy watching maths, so I haven't True. really had a chance to watch Bridgerton. Fair point. But I'm That's very nearly excited. over though. Kind of tragic, but kind of um, sad. Kind of happy to not see Olivia's face again. So, yeah. I don't know. Happy, happy emotions about it. But no, I'm excited for Bridgerton. Mm. What did I just watch? I watched Fight Club for the first time over the weekend. Interesting. Um, <laughs> for those who haven't seen it, I recommend watching it. But just when you're feeling like your brain switched on. Like, I was just, what's happening? And yeah, it was good. Interesting. Recommend. I haven't watched that before. So. It's not just about fighting. That's what I thought it was. And I was like, Locker, I don't really want to watch that. <laughs> and he's like, watch it. I promise you'll like it. And I'm like... Fine. Fine. So I watched it and it was mint. Nice. It was fucking I'll have to mint. Add it to the list. Definitely. But how's your week been? Pretty good. I feel like I haven't stopped much this week, but fine. I feel like that's me the last couple of weeks, but particularly this week. Yeah. I just had a lot of work stuff going on, which is good. So yeah, I had that like breast cancer. Um, over the weekend. Over the weekend. How was which it? Was amazing. It was really, really cool. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, so I've just been doing that and then other bits and pieces for osteo work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. And chilling out, prepping for this weekend. I'm going to yours and ours, baby. I'm so excited to see pictures and hear uh, all about it. I mean, will I get pictures though? I say Probably every time. Not. I'm like, I need pictures and I never take them. Loz so. is going and she's got a film camera though. True. So there'll be some mint film get photos. Get some cute filmies. Yeah. Um, yeah, not too much else. We got our filmies back. Tragic, we didn't really get many of us besides that one outside the cruiser the last day. Why? There's like, there's so many photos of us, but just with other people. I know, I know. It's always the way. Literally. But they were cute. I loved that. I can't wait to take more in Easter. Yeah, true. Yeah. That'd be fun. Because we're going away for Easter, hopefully. We will. Yeah. We'll go camping again. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm doing something. First. And then I have those four days off, four working days off in between Easter and Anzac Day. So I've actually got like 11 days off. Well, then. who am I? Who even are you? Nothing planned, but I think I'm just going to use that time to just get some shit done. Yeah. Locke's got that time off too. So spend time with Locke. Yeah. Spend time with the fam. Yeah. I feel like it's very easy just to keep planning stuff at the moment. I, I'm talking to myself <laughs> instead of just like slowing down. So yeah, maybe yeah. use that time. Just I'm to keen because it's been hectic ever since oh. like uh, this year's, we were just talking about it before. This year has fucking flown. I feel like I haven't stopped. Like it's just, and I blink and like four weeks goes by. Yes. It's wild. It's the end of the month already. Yeah. It's And at work, like we go off month by month. So obviously end of month is stressful because we've got revenue and budget and all the boring shit to meet. Yeah. But when you work month by month, it's actually, it makes it go so much faster too. It does. And I feel like I just started. Yeah. March. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it was just last week that it was the first day of the month. I first know. day of March we planned. It was nice. And now yeah. I'm shitting myself every time I go to work because it's end of month. I know. <laughs> and like, I hate it. It's crazy. I'm kind of similar with work. Like if I push a patient out for like six weeks, like, I'm like oh yeah, that's ages away. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they rock up and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> How's that Hello? much time gone by? It's crazy. <laughs> it is. It is insane. Yes. But I'm excited. we got things planned. So yeah. you know what it just means? We're going to be in New Zealand. Very soon. Sooner than we thought. Yes. Um, just got 
you know, a lot less time to save. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> We're not going to think about that, though. <laughs> we bought the tickets. No. We will be there. But just maybe not in as much style as what yes. we hoped. <laughs> maybe not on a mountain. Maybe not. No, but we'll, that's we'll okay. snowboarding. But anywho. Yeah. But again, cocktail of the week. Yes. What is it today, Morgie? It's a porn star martini fam. Ooh, raunchy. So, yeah, if you like passion fruit and vanilla and vodka, boom. That's, Yum. We highly recommend. So, um, as always, we're trying to provide like a mocktail version. Mm-hmm. So Which I'm sipping on. Yeah, so you can make, obviously there's different recipes and shit online. Yeah. But yeah, you can do your own mocktail version and that's really tasty too with the passion fruit. So yeah. give it a go. It's, yeah, it's it is my delicious. Face. I've just done mine minus vodka and added in soda water. Yeah. And she's fabulous. She's like a little summer drink. Yes. I love nice. it. But so this topic... This topic mm. of the week is calorie counting mm-hmm. and everything that comes with it. Yep. So it's obviously quite a heavy topic and something that can be spoken about for hours and mm. hours and hours because there's so much research out there, so much data, mm-hmm. so much to talk about, so much to look into. Yeah. Um, but I guess we want to do like a, a first a quick disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Morgs and I were not registered dietitians or hold any qualifications in this field no. whatsoever. Yeah, no. We're just two 23-year-old gals. Who have been going through the world of calorie counting for years. Yeah, absolutely. That's where we're at. And that's mm-hmm. why, yeah, we want to be very transparent. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't want to step on toes or anything. We're just. No, and we're, we're not giving you guys advice on what to do. We're no, genuinely just kind of explaining our own yeah. um, ups and downs we've had with it. Literally. And then some people might also kind of link to that as well. Be like, oh, actually, yeah. I've, been fi- I've been finding that too. Yeah. At as least always, I'm not alone. It's just one of those conversations that we mm. have at dinner. So we just like figured it's a good thing to, yeah. s- to discuss. It's a very important topic that I think a lot of people can relate to, as Amy said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just bear that in mind. Definitely. <laughs> Especially with social media and the amount of diets and stuff oh, out wow. there. It's yeah. just ridiculous. But um, also, before we get into it, just a small trigger warning. Mm. Um, so we will be discussing eating disorders um, and then kind of the things that come in with that. So completely understand if it's not the right time for you to listen to this at all. Yeah. Um, you're more than obviously like best to click off if that's going to trigger anything for you um, and listen to one of our other upbeat potties. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's get into it. Yes. Let's. So where do we even start? Like calorie counting, I guess like What's your experience with calorie counting and how long have you done it? What have you found with it? Yeah, so I suppose I have been doing it uh, probably since I was like 17, 18. I, just, I distinctly remember doing it when I was like trying to get shredded for my vowel. And <laughs> honestly, like looking back, like it did work. Um, but obviously my relationship with food changed quite a bit. Yep. Um, so I definitely needed to take a break um, and yeah, kind of regain that connection with food and just view food as food instead of numbers um, yeah because i feel like that was the tendency i would just see what unhealthy shit i can fit into my day to meet my calories and yeah. macros um and then i'd feel sluggish and crap for the week and it would break me out and whatever all that fun stuff um but yeah fast forward to now like i use it here and there i'm not super strict with it i'm not using a coach and or anything like that. I do have like different goals um, that I can utilize that tool for, but I'm not super strict with it yeah. at the moment. Um, but yeah, that was my main experience over the years is that I just would start viewing food as numbers. So, and then, yeah, I just, and I have various intolerances and things. So that would just go out the window. Cause I don't know, it's hard, to, like it's hard. So there's only so many things I would really consider. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, at, at one time and yeah, being mindful of my intolerances and stuff was not it when I was trying to track calories. Yeah. So yeah, I just, yeah, I couldn't balance that out really. 
Um, it's so much to take in. It is. Particularly if you're being strict with it and looking at even like oils and, you know, spreads for toast and even down to the, like your salad dressings. Yeah. It's very like overwhelming. And then if I'd go out for dinner, like you'd start stressing out. You're like, oh God, what would that even be? Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea. So yeah, it was just quite full on. But yeah, I feel like I'm a bit okay with it now. Um, but I'm very flexible still, I guess. Yeah, that's good. So in your routine, you said you kind of do it off and on now. Like, do you do it for like a week and then kind of go back to normal? Or what's yeah. your routine at the moment with it? Generally, like, I, I don't know. I have a rough number in mind when I'm in a deficit. Um, obviously, I calculate it based on my activity I'm doing um, at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I try and be just mindful of of that. And if I'm not sure, if I, if I feel like I'm fully blowing it out, I'll do like a week and track that and then have some regular snacks yes meals that i go for that i know roughly how many calories they are um but yeah i just i found particularly after new year's i was tracking like monday to friday and being after new year's in summer seeing everyone every weekend Mm -hmm. it's the classic like monday to friday like work really hard and then binge on the weekend and then i'd complain that i wasn't losing any weight come monday when i jumped on the scales so that for me i was like well okay i think i need to take a step back just really focus on actually nourishing my body so I didn't feel sluggish and crap for work and then have you know be able to fuel my body for training as well like I changed the style of training I was doing and started lifting a bit more weight um at the gym and yeah so I think that was that was helpful I guess oh that's good yeah it is it is a lot to take in and I I for sure I'm still sometimes getting that right of like absolute grind Monday to Friday yeah, and then Saturday, Sunday, I'm like, oh, what's the weekend? I've put in all the effort yeah. and let me treat myself. I know, yeah. Let me have this and let me have that. And it's just such an easy mindset to get into. Yeah, for sure. But tell us more about your experience though. Yes, I, I didn't start. I never started like in school. I always went, like I tried. I was definitely, I was on the heavier side as a child and I always tried to, you know, go to the gym much, but I didn't really... It was all to do with my nutrition. I didn't realize that until I left school. So I left school and yeah, I was like, that's it. I'm going to, you know, count calories, go on this diet, go on that diet. I'm going to lose all the weight. And then, you know, I'm going to be healthy and happy before I'm 20 years old. Yeah. Um, and I think when I first started, I was like on a calorie deficit of like 1100 to like 1200. Wow, that's crazy. And I'm he- I was heavier than what I am now too. Yeah. Um and I was like, "Yep, I'm going to eat this much a week and I'll be fine." And I think I I lasted a week, two weeks, yeah. and then it just became too hard and I was like, "I'm not built for this. I was just born to be fat." And I was like, "Nah, fuck it. I'm not doing it." Yeah. And then I've just kind of been in that cycle for quite a while. But obviously over that time, I have matured. I seek more knowledge so I've been I've done a lot of research Mm and my nutrition knowledge has Mm. like it's so much bigger than what it was which is lovely yeah because I know I will look at food and be like cool I kind of generally know the calories and Mm. and things like that um but yeah for the probably the past two years I've been trying to count calories quite strictly but again I just have that really bad habit of doing it for like I was doing it like three three month periods at a time and then falling off and then getting stuck into my old ways into my old eating habits and then putting the weight back on if not more yeah um and it was so frustrating like so frustrating and then last year I was doing so well I had lost like six or seven kilos um feeling good and then I had been counting like I had been eating I for me my height body weight everything like that 
I try, like when I'm in a deficit, I'll eat 1500 calories. Mm -hmm. So I was doing that really well. Like I wasn't, you know, ruining it on the weekends. I was eating uh, gluten-free. I wasn't eating dairy-free, but I was eating gluten-free and I felt really good. And then like mid last, last year, um, my sister got a box of donuts, um, just like a congratulations because she did something. And I came home from work and I think everyone gets it. I come home from work and I'm hungry. So I always like, I like to have a snack before dinner. And I was like, oh mon, can I have some of the donut? And she's like, yeah, yeah, have the donut. So I had the donut and I instantly felt guilty. Like I had instant food regrets. I was like, all my hard work is out the window. What am I doing? I've just ruined all the weight that I've lost. This and that, like, because I was weighing myself every day. Obviously, like, I was that person who was measure, like measuring oils, measuring mm, salad dressings, wow. yeah, the whole shebang. Yeah, and I was, I got so angry at myself, and I, like, sat for fifteen minutes, and I was like, you know what, I might just try throwing it up. I'm mm-hmm. gonna try throwing up the donut, and then see what the figures say the next morning. Yeah. So I went upstairs, I threw up my donut, and then the next morning I weighed myself and I was less than what I was um, the day before and I had eaten a donut. Wow. And yeah. that triggered something in my brain mm. to say that it is okay to eat what you want as long as you throw it up yeah, wow. and then you're fine. So unfortunately, that from that single donut, I have gotten into the worst binging and purging cycle yeah. I could ever have thought of, like yeah. ever. And I've... Like I am like thankful and I'm grateful and I'm working hard. I've come, this is my fourth week Yeah. not doing that. Mm-hmm. But I have been like prior, like three, three and a half weeks ago, I had been doing it solid for like four or five months yeah, and wow. it is insane. And no one knows until I tell them Yeah. like you wouldn't know. Like yeah. I just, it was normal. Yeah. And what I would do is like, I would start, you know, having like a really nice snack then every day and then just throwing out my meal. And then it got to the point where I was like, well, if I'm going to throw up, I might as well eat more so I can just throw up more and, you know, get the enjoyment of eating the, the bad foods that I miss. Yeah. So I would binge. Wow. And then because I, um, I obviously am the last one to leave at work because I lock up and everything. I would just, you know, kind of not eat until lunchtime, have like a really bad lunch, have a really bad snack, throw it all up before I go home. And then at home, I would eat really healthy because I didn't want Mum or Monique to kind of hear myself throwing up. Yeah. Um, but then, like, it's just as eating disorders and eating, like, bad eating habits get, it was just so toxic. Mm. Like, I would get anxiety if I had eaten something bad and I didn't get the chance to throw it up within, like, two hours of eating it. It was horrid. And there was times where I would like blast music in like the bathroom so I could throw up in the shower and Monique wouldn't hear. It was the, the lengths I went oh to do it, yeah. but so no one else would know. It was, and every time, every single time I, I threw, I made myself throw up, I would look at myself in the room and be like, Amy, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But I can't, I, I physically could not or mentally could not stop. Mm. So, so bad. So... Yeah, I've been and like it's that's going to be an ongoing struggle for quite some time because that that mentality's in my head. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't losing weight. Mm-hmm. Like in the end, I was throwing up twice, twice a day, most of the time, if not three times a day, eating shitty foods. I was just constantly inflamed. Mm-hmm. I was bloated, I was inflamed. I wasn't losing weight. I was just eating the foods and maintaining my current weight. Yeah. And it was, I didn't, in the end, I didn't even, I didn't even enjoy eating the foods. I was just doing it because I can. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, it's so hard to explain. Yeah. And I can say it, I don't know, I feel like I'm not emotionally attached 
to the eating disorder itself, which is why I can say it so openly. It's weird. And when I, like, the first person I told was my PT. Um, and she was kind of, like, trying to help. But it's just, it's hard. It's not like anyone can do anything. But, yeah, I was telling her. And I was, like, just telling her, like, it was a normal conversation. Yeah. And it's so weird. And I feel somewhat sad that I'm not more sad about what I'm going through. But, yeah, I don't know. I've just detached myself from the eating disorder itself. And it's just, like, the motion of doing it because it's just part of my everyday routine. Yeah, wow. But, yeah, no, so the past four weeks I've been really, like, really trying to just get out of that habit because yeah. it's not healthy, especially, like, for my – like, I already have inflamed di- – um, digestive tract Mm -hmm. like it's only going to make it 10 times worse if there's constant like you know acid coming up and down it so I really needed to stop not because I wanted to but because I knew for like my Crohn's and my stomach I needed to stop that otherwise it was going to affect it way worse in the future yeah so yeah like as I said this is my fourth I'm going into my fourth week of not doing it yeah thank god (laughs) yay um and it is it's definitely hard because sometimes like like it was Lockie's birthday and I had a piece of cake and I was like uh, I could, I could, yeah. I really could. Like no yeah. one would hear. It's mm-hmm. fine, it's fine. But I didn't um, yeah. because it like that one cake that like it's like going back to the start. Like that donut was actually not going to affect any of the progress I had oh, made. No, not at all. But it was all mindset. Yeah. And as soon as I saw that morning, like my numbers go down, yeah. it was instant. It wasn't like I waited a couple days or a couple weeks and was like, oh, I might do it again. No, from that donut, it was just wow. a heavy going on. And I have felt so sick and I was so lethargic because I wasn't keeping any food in my stomach yeah. or water. Like I was so dehydrated. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it was so flat and so dehydrated. It was insane. Like there was no benefits, but it's all mental. And yeah. I still like, I still have those thoughts every day. Yeah. I just don't, I try obviously really hard not to act on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think that calorie counting my obsession with calorie counting started that mm-hmm. now I'm not saying calorie counting is bad because it it is like I, as I'm still doing it now mm-hmm. um just not as strict yeah um because I'm more of all my nutrition is like knowledge is bigger anyway yeah. so I'm more aware of what I can what I can't what's this what's that yeah um so yeah I'm definitely not as strict where I'm like weighing everything I don't really weigh food anymore yeah that was that became really addictive yeah I think that was really what triggered most things. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I'm just eating healthier, but just kind of cooking like portion control as normal, but yeah, not weighing things, which is, um, which is much better. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's, as I said, like, it's not that I think calorie counting is really bad and going to cause everyone to have an eating disorder. Unfortunately, yeah. just for me, the obsession mm-hmm. that calorie counting and weighing myself became, that's what caused that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I am transitioning to a healthier no, you don't, you've done so way, well. Yeah. Like, you've really, like, flipped your lifestyle upside down. First of all, thank you for sharing that because that's obviously a massive thing. That, it is. It's crazy. It's a very vulnerable uh, space and, like, topic to touch on mm. as well. So, no, really, yeah, thank you for sharing that and your experience because I think lots of people go through that and it's it's quite confronting, um, I imagine, when you first had that realisation that, like, it was this cycle that you were in. You, yeah. You kind of... It sounds like you're almost like a bystander um, and you're just viewing the cycle going on and on each day. So Legitimately, it a, was. Yeah, it's it's crazy, I think, yeah, the impact that it can have on people's mental health. Um, it's it's pretty wild. And I think that's why we wanted to discuss this today. Because, yeah, it, yeah it, does, it does mess with people's mental health to some degree. 
um, if you do let it get out of control and it's a bit, you know, obsessive. And I think that's the thing with um, calorie counting. It is a tool. It's a very good objective measure. Say like, same as like weighing yourself. That's an objective measure with numbers and weighing food and everything. But those numbers can really mess with your head to some degree. And mm-hmm. I think particularly as females, we go through so many fluctuations just week to week, month to month, oh, that influence those things. Hundred um, percent. So sometimes that's where those objective measures aren't actually that great. <laughs> you need to go off how you're feeling, how you're performing at your training, all these different things. Um, and yeah, no wonder it can mess with your mental. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, it's. It is. Astounding. It's crazy. Yeah. And I've I've tried to break the habit of also like weighing myself every day. Yeah. Because it. Like the amount of weight or water or inflammation I hold, yeah, also depends on like what what part of the cycle, like period cycle yeah, I'm on. Absolutely. So for like you know a week, I will drop weight drastically, yeah, because that's synced with that period that you know that section of the period cycle. Yeah. Whereas others, I'll actually ho- either hold weight or mm. gain weight, even though I'm eating the same. Yeah. Again, because it's just what my body and my hormones are going oh, through. Literally, in my luteal phase, I literally gain like two kilos because my boobs get bigger, and then you just hold more like, mm. fluid and everything. It's crazy. So, so yeah, definitely. I am. My goal is just to eat healthy. I'm yeah. eating whole foods, obviously being gluten and dairy free, doing yeah. that sort of thing, eating like trying not to cut, trying not to eat any processed foods. Yeah. But like I still will, like I still have fun. So like even on the weekend, I had you know chicken nuggies. Yeah. Because. You can't pass up McNuggets. <laughs> no, not at all. Especially when there's a 40, a 40 nuggets a box out. Oh, it's tempting. Um, but yeah, I don't want to make my life miserable because I think that eating or making sure I'm fitting into this calorie count or I'm staying this specific weight yeah. um, is the way to be. So obviously, again, like we're not professionals. We're not telling you what to do, but yeah. this is just what we're doing. And I'm definitely finding it work like over the past you know, month. Yeah. I've lo- I've been loving it. I'm eating really healthy, eating, doing this, but then I'm still having fun. Yeah. Like I still go out for dinner absolutely. and I have delicious food and then like that is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think we'll touch on this a little bit later, but I think ultimately it shouldn't change your whole lifestyle. Like, no. It shouldn't change who you are as a person. It should simply just be a tool that you implement for how for a set period of time to help you achieve your goal. Yeah. That is it. And sometimes because we're human, it, it influences then every other facet of your life though. So I think, yeah, at the end we'll touch on like a couple of things to maybe like have a bit of a check-in with yourself. Yeah. Um, see yep. if you are kind of going down that rabbit hole where you're like, oh, maybe this isn't right for me right now. Yeah. Maybe this is leading to sort of ED tendencies and toxic behaviours. So, mm-hmm. But maybe let's touch on some positive things to calorie count. 100%. There's heaps, you know, heaps of people that really do benefit from it. You yourself and I like yeah. we've yep. obviously you've been able to get success from it um and obviously there's plenty of coaches and professionals in this space mm-hmm. that use it with clients and things too um so let's maybe chat about some of the positive effects of calorie counting definitely um well like one it's goal driven like the facts are there yeah. what you're eating is there what you're consuming yeah. is there um and it also gives you something to work towards so and also like calorie counting isn't just for those who want to be in a calorie deficit and lose weight yeah like it is for but like you know then maybe they want to just maintain their weight or bulk or like it's anything mm-hmm. so yeah. it's it's really nice to have a visual representation of your goal and how you need to achieve it and what you need to do yeah um so that's definitely positive that's that's i like that part too especially when i was like back being you know quite strict i enjoy being like mint 
week number one done, yeah. I was only 120 calories over, over throughout the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it also helps, I guess, if you are kind of in that state where you are weighing yourself and everything like that, mm. which a lot of people do. I mean, I do. Yeah. Um, it also correlates, mm. helps me, helps me see, oh, cool. Well, I ate this. This is why this is the result or this is why yeah. this is the number yeah it's just another data set that you can refer back mm. to and then if you do want to go and utilize a coach or whatever they can just look at all of this information and be like right okay let's tweak this a little bit yep. let's change this macro so it is good um having that data there and it's a visual diary as well so you can mm. keep yourself a bit more accountable if you are wanting to get a couple more micronutrients in yes less uh <laughs> nuggies here and there and a couple more veggies because we're all bad at that um so yeah that's a really big plus i suppose and then yeah touching on the macros um particularly if you have different uh slightly different diet to yeah so if you're vego um i know most people that are vego are very aware of their protein consumption but it then lets you like actually track Mm. your figures there and if you're trying to hit a certain macro goal or target you can literally check if you've done that by the end of the day yeah um, so that's where that's quite good too. Cause that's, yeah, that's probably the one thing I quite use, like using that for is making sure I'm hitting my protein. If I'm yeah. upping my training and everything. Definitely want to make sure you have enough energy facts to lift weights. Cause you'll feel it. Otherwise <laughs> <laughs> you will definitely feel it if you haven't. Definitely. And it, look, it is like a tool that's scientifically proven to work. Literally. Yeah. Um, whatever your goal is. Yep. So, you know, if for me, that's losing weight. So the only way to lose weight is be in a calorie deficit. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously burn more than what your body's, can, like, um, mm. taking in. It's so, just energy in versus energy out. Yeah. Like, obviously, when you do calculate your total daily intake and your, your calories for the day, there's all these other factors that then influence mm-hmm. it. Obviously, we're not professionals, so I'm not going to go into it too much. Um, but, yeah, you could literally be eating the same, let's say, and then just up your training in that technically – would put you in a deficit because you're burning more yeah but yeah that's for yeah that's what i suppose the other thing is we would recommend if you are really unsure reach out to someone because i think when i was younger you go on these websites you try and like calculate it yourself but it's not it's really that accurate it gets hard and that's why Um, like pts are really great yeah yeah absolutely i've definitely utilized them but also fuck your bmi don't listen to your bmi my bmi the last time i put in because i'm relatively tall i'm a tall gal the last time i put it in it said that i'm like morbidly obese i'm morbidly obese and i'm just like bitch <laughs> excuse me i know i'm thick with three c's <laughs> but i am not obese <laughs> you piece of shit <laughs> i was offended i was like Fuck i know you well, like for my height i can't remember i'm 162 centimeters what's that like five three oh, yeah. i don't know you work it out google it <laughs> I, i'm not googling it right now but it said my goal to be in a healthy range not obese not overweight, just healthy. Yeah. I need to be between like 50 to 55 kilos. What? That My is big insane. toe is 55 <laughs> fucking kilos. What do you mean? I know. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I feel no. like it doesn't take into consideration like body comp stuff because yeah, I've it always doesn't. been like more, I don't know, ch- like chunky and athletic mm-hmm. and sporty. So like I am never going to be a twig. Right. And be in that healthy range. Exactly. And I've got boobs and everything too. That's so the thing, like I, I just got big ass titties. Yeah. Like that's twenty kilos <laughs> on my chest. What do you mean? Literally. Like it's just ridiculous. And I remember um or I only focused on BMI when I was a bit younger because again my knowledge was just it was not there, it was shit. Yeah. And I was like oh my God, like I'm 16 and I'm morbidly yeah. obese. No one's going to love me. I'm going to die when I'm 22. Yeah, like, I know. Ridiculous. 
T what is it T D D E or T D E E total daily expenditure something energy expenditure energy expenditure T D E E that's yeah. the one you want to focus on yeah not your BMI no. fuck the BMI fuck the BMI I don't even know what it's for out the window <laughs> it's a very very old school tool that they use like I think most GPs and stuff use it still and it's just it's crap it's so old fashioned not now. about it's it it's just yeah not out, out the it. window in the bin <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> See ya. But yeah, so calorie counting, it is a fantastic tool. Like, it is. And just we, in a small nutshell, it is great. Yeah, and we don't want to sit here and like slam it. Because no Because as we've said, you know, we sound like a broken record, but we don't, yeah, we want to recognize it is great. It's a mm. good tool. It's just highlighting that it can go the other way. If you have the careful. ups and downs and so. like we've faced downs and we're still oh, yeah. using it. So it's, yep. yeah, we're here 100%. If you know calorie counting is something you you want to try give mm. it a go just be careful that's yeah. all you just got to be aware of your own emotions and things through it absolutely um so i guess some things to look out for when calorie counting mm. or like cons they're not really cons because they're not going to happen every time yeah but no. it de- totally depends on the person it's just things to look out for yeah um but i guess in our opinion we definitely kind of see it as more of a shirt shirt <laughs> as a shirt <laughs> and these are my pants <laughs> <laughs> um, a short term tool. Yes. Um, I have used it and will continue using it to definitely kickstart a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we say short term, we don't mean like a month, two months. I'm saying like I probably will use it maybe for six, yeah, six months to a year, and then see how I'm going. I'll reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Definitely have maintenance periods within that. Yeah, they're massive. Again, a lot of things to talk about. Talk to your PT. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we definitely see it as more of a short term tool and not something to live the rest of your life on no not at all particularly a deficit like oh yeah it's just uh, you can't be in a deficit for years and years and years we've only got so much weight to lose i know but and then you know things adjust and your training changes and life shit happens so it's just yeah you've got to do what's right to support Mm. you and uh, like i would never stay in a deficit for more than like oh i don't know four or five months at a time max even that like like that's maybe like, even like two months have a maintenance yeah. another two months yeah you know what I mean? it's like, just yeah it's otherwise it gets out of control really and i think that's the thing like at the end of the day we all want to live a long healthy life and it's just finding the right um right route to do that and yeah promote promote a healthy you mm-hmm. know positive lifestyle so that's where I think tracking can play a part along that journey. Definitely. But it's not the be all end all. Yeah, it's not. I don't think personally. No, it's just... no. Uh, like, as I said before, it's just, I'm using it as a great kickstart just to a healthier, yeah. happier lifestyle. Like, I just want to be happy. Yeah, 100%. Not, I'm happy in life, but happy in who, like, how I look, yeah. how I feel. Yeah. And that's what I'm using it for. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I think the feel thing's big as well because. Um, obviously our gut health is really so important and we'll probably touch on this in a whole other episode. That is a full lep on its own. Um, but yeah, if you're like, that's what I found in my experience in the past with gut health stuff and intolerances, if you're eating like shit, then your mood, I don't know. It just throws everything out. So I think that's one of the cons. If you're not careful, um, you're not aware of what you're actually fueling your body with. If you're just literally eating Maccas day in, day out, you're going to feel like shit. Like, if you are, say, you've got a calorie deficit of 1,500 and you're eating 1,500 calves of uh, Maccas every day, you will lose weight because you you are – you're eating less than you're burning, but you are not going to feel your best. Yeah, you're going to feel crap. 100% chuck Maccas in there. Like, Mackie D's is just too convenient not to have. Literally. And it's not – yeah, I think – Taking away that B, 
be all end all approach. Like oh. you just have you have to step back and create that balance still. Yeah. And I that's something I always just struggled with. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's back off the tracking. Just focus on actually getting some vitamins and nutrients yeah. into my body, yeah. so I could actually feel good and actually yes. go about my day and, and, and function, function yeah. <laughs> and take a decent shit. So, <laughs> oh my god, when you have like a solid poop and it's just good, <laughs> next level. highlight of my fucking next day. Level. <laughs> Couldn't be happier in that very moment. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So as Morgan was saying, like, don't just feel every single meal just shitty. Mm. But it's all about balance. Yeah. I've tried other like both ends of the spectrum where I was pretty much just fitting in all the shitty meals within my calorie deficit. It was working. Yeah. I absolutely felt like crap. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm eating no sugar for the rest of the month. And then a week in, I would be like, where's the sugar? Yeah. You know what I mean? So you just yeah. got to have a healthy balance. Yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like it's a lifestyle. Any major restriction where you just go cold turkey, like... Oh. Some people can do it. And Some I mean, people can do it, and I admire that. But I 100% think it's just... everything in moderation. Like, it's just yeah. like Easter's approaching. Um, <laughs> Gotta have know. the Easter bunnies. You do. I need to have an Easter account. I 100% need an Easter bunny. Not too many. I'll happily take some panna chocolate oh, instead. Or Pico. Mm. Pico? Is that that new one? I haven't tried Piccolo? that. Pico? Pico. I don't know. Something. Taste, taste, taste Something. fucking elite. Anyway. But yeah. Uh, and also, I guess kind of on the same with that like food is not numbers it is nutrition and that's yeah. any food like it could be good bad but it's food is for me food is happiness i mm. love food i love going out for dinners yeah i don't want to look at every meal and be like in my head doing that like weird math mathematic <laughs> meme where i'm like what is this calories <laughs> what does this equal i do not know <laughs> or like i'm only looking for menus that have like the kilojoules yeah yeah no no yeah. No. Food's you meant to be, be enjoyed with friends and family mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like, it's just a, such a big part of our human experience, I think. Yeah. Um, it's meant to be enjoyed, hence why you go out for a beautiful meal. Yeah. With a red wine. That's why you spend pizza. so much money on food. Literally. So, enjoy it. And calorie counting can definitely make, like, change that perspective. Like, I, I um, was looking at food just as numbers. Yeah. And I'm... I was all, I was spending like two hours at Woolies because everything I picked up, I was checking the yeah, macros and the whatever. calories and yeah. the kilojoules and this and that. And I was just like, well, I don't want to be Woolies for longer than I have to. Yeah. So literally. no, thank you. That's the other thing. It's time consuming. That's what I found with it tracking. Is. Oh. Like unless you're doing eating the exact same shit it, like every single day, mm-hmm. but even then with snacks and things, like I'd be sitting there having to scan the barcode through my fitness pal. <laughs> god, my fitness pal. Oh god, that bitch. Every time I said to Amy before we started recording, I swear the last couple of weekends, whenever I go out for dinner or I'm having drinks, this bitch pops up a notification and asks I me to know. track dinner. But it's not even accurate. It's like you've tracked every lunch for thirty-one days. Don't forget to track it. I haven't tracked anything in yeah. weeks, lovely. It's just, just too clingy sometimes. <laughs> Back off. Back off. It just likes to personally big. I feel personally victimized yeah, by 100%. my pals. <laughs> it's just rude. But yeah, like that's their sort of the eating habits that can potentially lead into um, eating disorders, that sort yeah. of thing. So talk about that. To think about that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we don't obviously don't want to slam tracking. No. Not at um. All. But just to be more like, it's different for everyone. So just kind of do it and and see how you feel along the way. Yeah. If you're feeling a bit weird, 
why mm. sit back this could be this let me change a little bit and yeah. then i'll try so and if you do have a coach like be honest with them like if it's just yes if it's not for you at the moment or like you know they they'll be able to support you and be like okay let's let's readjust this let's change things up a little bit to still find a way to get to your goal mm-hmm. i think a lot of people um yeah think that losing weight that you just have to use calorie counting and as as we've said it is the one thing that is scientifically proven to help but that's not to say, like, you know, there's other routes to still get there to some degree. It might take you longer. Mm. It might look different. But, yeah, there's still a way to get to your goal um, and not always destroy your mental health. In the I remember meantime. I was talking to someone I used to work with and he's like a – he used to be body fit co- – not body fit. What's that big competition thingy? What, bodybuilding comps and stuff? No, not bodybuilding. It's like fitness, but CrossFit. Ah, CrossFit, He was a yeah. CrossFit trainer and he's, like, super healthy – that sort of thing. Yeah. And I was talking to him and I was like, I'm so frustrated because I'm just sick of being in a deficit. He's like, why are you in deficit? Mm. And I was like, because I need to lose weight. He's like, and? And I was like, eating in deficit is the only way to lose weight. And he's like, that's bullshit. Mm. And then he was like, you know, obviously it's more knowledge and everyone's got different opinions, but there is always different ways. So yeah. if calorie deficit is or calorie counting is just not working for you, yeah, eat intuitively, you know, mm. eat health, like try and be as healthy as you possibly can. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just, it's hard because calorie counting isn't for everyone. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, I think people forget how much stress influences weight loss and your weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. If you're constantly stressed about eating, you're not sleeping well, you've got all this cortisol just pumping through your system. The, like the weight is less likely to shift. Like it's just, it's one of those things. And I think I found through BCE when I was trying to get shredded, quote unquote. Hashtag shred goals. Like, it was harder. Like the, sh- the weight didn't move when I had lots of sacks and shit on because I was stressed as hell. My yeah. hair started falling out. It was not good. So oh my goodness. there's so many other factors that feed into a person's weight loss journey too. So mm. reach out to professionals, get some help. Don't Dr. Google stuff, please. Um, I know. Although we all do it. I was literally just about to say, we do all some do research. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. Speak, speak to a professional. <laughs> there are two kinds of people in this world. Or oh. do some research. Like there's still like obviously great stuff out there, but mm. I think be open-minded, get opinions from other people and then, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've learned the most from talking to different people who are more yeah. educated than I am. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, but if, say you are currently calorie counting um whether it's maintaining deficit bulking whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, i guess some things like we would do or we do um to check in just to make sure that this is working or if we might need a break um so as i've as we mentioned a couple times before already but i had to kind of step back and take a break because i was feeling constantly anxious about what i was eating next or where i'm going to get my food from or god damn i forgot my lunch that i prepped what do I eat? Do yeah. I just skip the meal? Like I was feeling so anxious and um, stressed that I forgot my scale to bring to work. So I don't know how much lettuce I'm meant to eat. You know what I mean? Um, and when I was getting to that point and I was just getting constantly like, f- I was just full of anxiety about food. I was like, aim, mm. <laughs> sweetie, yeah, take a step back. And it does, t- sometimes it can take a bit to acknowledge that because you just, Oh, hundred percent. That went on for weeks. Yeah. Particularly if you've just meal prepped a whole week and you're just not really thinking about stuff and you're busy with work, mm. it can be easy just to be like, Oh yeah, whatever. I'm just getting into it. Or if you start skipping meals without realizing cause you stress some things. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. So I a hundred percent had to be like, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What's going on? <laughs> Why is this happening? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Why do I want to cry? Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly right. But yeah, I think, yeah, if you're constantly getting anxious about meals and things, if you're like going out for dinner mm-hmm. and you just, you're like, oh my God, like, I don't know what this is going to be calories wise, mm. then that's probably another little just thing to flag um, in your head as well. Definitely. And like, obviously the more obvious ones are if you kind of have gotten yourself into a really bad eating habit yeah. forward slash eating disorder, like those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. That's really, it's when you, it's hard to take a step back. Like I didn't take a step back. I just told people. So just tell people that you trust. Cause when you actually explain it, mm. it's like, I was watching myself explain it. Yeah. And wow. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to getting into that, just share with someone that you trust wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they have to give you advice, but they're just going to listen to kind of what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Cause that, that definitely helped me by just sharing it with, with one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so great. Um, I suppose a couple other things to flag. Obviously, we've touched on this before, but like, yeah, if you are just focusing less on what you're actually filling your body with and you're just filling it with junk, then that's probably another Hmm. thing. And you're just focusing more on just filling your numbers up for the day. Like, I remember I'd go through periods, like, (laughs) back in the day where I'd be like, yeah, I can fit, like, three Magnums in and a cheeseburger and that's my dinner. And then I'd wake up the next morning and just feel like shit and, you know, I'd have, like all these new breakouts and you know, you just feel lethargic. So that's probably another thing. It's not as much of a, you know, toxic tendency, I guess. Yeah. That's that's just something to maybe consider. Um, I guess it's not really calorie counting as such. It's more like your own (laughs) views on what you can consume. Yes. So like, don't be dumb. No. Talk to someone, talk to, you know, people who've, who may be already doing it yeah. and be like, mate, this is what I'm, I'm dealing with this currently. I'm mm-hmm. going through this. How do I change? Or, yeah. you know, is this okay if I'm eating this? Even like on Instagram, I always message like, um, I follow a fair few like, um, coaches, like yeah. fitness coaches. I always message them questions. Yeah. I don't pay anything, but they always respond back just yeah. with answers. So even ask them because obviously they're, they're more educated. They have the qualifications to kind of back up yeah. what they're telling you. Like Morgs and I, we're just talking about our own experiences. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, it look, we've said it again, but it, it's all dependent on you as a person and what you're going through. I think just seek the assistance you need if you're really finding yourself going through more down times and up when you're calorie yeah. counting. Um, again, we are not saying it's a really bad tool because we're both using it in yep. different ways. So I meal prep. So I eat the same thing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Monday to Friday. Yep. And then on the weekends, I just, you know, track... Um, thoughtfully mm-hmm. um it's 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 up to you it's what you want to do it's obviously your personal goals yeah that was there's just our experiences with it kind of what the bad have come from it so yeah. and obviously like tracking like at the end of the day like it's not meant to be this fun like enjoyable experience no. it's there as a tool mm-hmm. to get you from to from a to b to get to your goal so yeah. that's the other thing like yeah obviously if you're going into it Thinking it's going to be fun. Don't have that expectation that it's going to be fun. No. And yeah, I get to track on my food because it's... So- <laughs> Yay! Yay, love that for me. I get to cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, the most enjoyable part, though, I find is creating my... Because I, as I said, like, I eat the same thing Monday to Friday. I love sitting down on a Sunday being like, this is my meal prep. This is what I'm going to have. And then I go to Woolies and I buy all the ingredients and I cook it up. So, I mean, you can find, you know, fun parts in it to make yeah, it... Yeah. That's going to make it, like longevity and you kind of stick to that yeah but yeah she's not all like rainbows and sunshine no, you know what i mean not all the time <laughs> no <laughs> not most of the time no not at all but yeah look we really hope you did enjoy this episode it was 
um, obviously something that's kind of on everyone's mind because it's so prevalent now, mm. you know, with the calories, with the diets and yeah. even like all the new fitness people on Instagram. Yeah. I'm learning so much more and I'm, but I'm also getting conflicted on the information being given. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we wanted to just share two average girls experiences and hmm, the shit that can come with it. Yeah. So if you guys have any more questions, yes. just let us know. Like, obviously, we would love to get uh, someone on that is qualified in this field 100%. at some stage um, to discuss this all a bit more and unpack ED stuff a little bit more. Um, so that, yeah, that might come up in the future. Definitely. But yeah, that's Thank everything you for today. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> and we cannot wait to uh, join you guys back for next week. Yes. But have a lovely, again, morning, Arvo, wherever night, you are. day, wherever you are in the world. Enjoy. <laughs> and we'll speak to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.